Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey there, it's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, and I've got Carter Eastler joining me today. He is the Director of Education and Outreach for uh, the House of Alchemy, which is the CBD dog. And I brought him on today because he does a lot of our educating um, our retail stores, a lot of customers, and he's also enrolled in Dr. Richter's course. Yes, um, Tell him a little Hello. bit about Dr. Richter's course and what you're doing and Okay, so hey. hi, hey, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I've, I've been kind of out with boots on the ground, kind of going around talking to store owners, pet owners. Um, so I'm so excited to be on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here um, and kind of talking to the digital world. Hello, digital world. Um, so what Angie's talking about, I'm, I'm working with uh, Dr. Richter and the College of Integrative Veterinary Technologies, um, which is the U.S.-based um, kind of online holistic training resource for veterinarians um, that is accessible all over the world. Um, and it's pulling from studies from universities in Australia and Israel in the United States who are at the cutting edge of what is happening in cannabis science where it uh, pertains to animal health. Um, and so Dr. Gary Richter, who is a leading voice in cannabis for animals and veterinary science, he has published this fantastic course on there that kind of goes through not only the basics of what we know about cannabis for animals, but the latest cutting edge science that these institutes are releasing. It's so exciting. So I, I, I went to the University of Vermont, who was the one of the first schools to put on a program for medical cannabis therapeutic use in biology that yeah. I went through, but that was in 2016. And I love talking to someone who's just going through it now and remembering or being reminded of what this medicine can do. Mm -hmm. um, and this is, this is so that we know more, you know, I learned um, what the endocannabinoid system did and what was possible, which, you know, gave me my purpose in life. Not only did it help me, but I knew I could now help my animals. So that's why I do what I do. Carter yeah, okay. is just coming into it. Not only has it helped the cannabis helped him, um, when he used to, to be a person that was like, no, no, not doing it. Did it once in high yep. school, didn't like it, made me feel crazy, um, which we hear that crazy. a lot. <laughs> and we have to understand we live in a recreational uh, world. We're in California right now where it's both medical and recreational. And a lot of the recreational products are all about getting high. How mm -hmm. high can you get? Right. So it's um it's hard in a recreational market to find good medicine because so many people are not paying attention to it good thing is, is on the animal side we've been working on it hard yeah and we know how benefit how much dogs and our pets can benefit from yep. this medicine because they've got the same system as us right and this is nothing new like angie's talking about this course that you did at university of vermont in 2016 like i'm i'm doing this course that's happening now but this stuff has been used and studied in research 
for thousands of years. Israel is the is the leading country in medical yep. cannabis um, studies and research. Mm -hmm. So when we hear people that go, oh, there's no research or it doesn't prove or it's going to kill my dog, we're like, no, just mm -mm. because the United States has kept this from us. There's other countries that are full-fledged doing studies, creating unbelievable medicine yeah. that hopefully we'll all benefit from one day. But in the meantime, we at least can help our pets. And those of you that are in a medical state, you can get a good medical product for yourself. But we want to talk a little bit about uh, how they're different. What does bioavailability mean? What does nano emulsification mean? Mm -hmm. How does it work? How is it grow? All these things make a difference um, uh, on what type of tincture or medicine you're getting. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. What do you want us to start with first? Um, well, I, you know, I just want to say, like, I love this stuff. And I am not a veterinarian. I am not a scientist by trade. This is, these are all things that I have gone out and I have read these papers. I've, I've studied these things. And I, I am imparting this information on you guys. But I really encourage, and this is kind of our whole philosophy, is like, you know, go out there and read this stuff. Find the sources that are reliable and and look this stuff up because you know your vet doesn't is, know he doesn't know and your you vet, can give it to him right which is your was not taught about the endocannabinoid system mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. are also not taught about diet and nutrition if they want to learn about the endocannabinoid system and how cannabis medicine works or they want to learn how diet and nutrition helps they have to go out on their own and learn it so that is very important to understand we also mm -hmm. learn from some of the vets that vets have to take you bring in your sick dog and they have to be experts in the entire thing. Right, you right. go to a doctor and they go, oh, you have a head issue? Go see your neurologist. Right. That doesn't exist in the pet world. So you need to support your vet. You need to come in with information, come in with journal, come in with everything that you're doing. And then if you know a better way, try it. And then when the, when the vets see that your dog is now not suffering from joint pain or his, their cancer has stopped or their tumor has fallen off, that is a great opportunity for that doctor to go, ooh, noted, this stuff works. A lot of them will start diving in and learning more. And now they have these wonderful courses that they can learn more. Yeah. But a lot of them just don't know because they weren't taught. Right. And they're so busy and they don't have time. And you have to realize that most of the patients coming in want a quick fix. A lot of us are used to popping in a pill in our pet or into right. our mouth and the situation or problem goes away. It doesn't go away, it's yeah. still there. And that's, and that's not how this medicine works. You know, that's what we're learning more and more is this is not a one trick, like one thing, fix all thing. You can't just take a pill and, and get better because that single target pharmaceutical mindset is kind of what's gotten us into this place where we're at now, where you, know, you make one issue and then you, you have to solve a whole bunch of other ones. You know, it's like it's like the snake that's released in the Australian bush to catch the mongoose, to catch the this, to catch. It's like you just keep kicking the can down the road. But so we have to wrap our mind around like how do we get this cannabis medicine into our pets in the best way and support them so that their bodies can take it in and start self-regulating again, rather than just chasing one different symptom down a rabbit hole. And you'll find a lot of times, as you kind of mentioned, a dog will be uh, usually prescribed a. a Suppressant that suppresses their immune system. And when you suppress someone's immune system, you now open yourself up to all kinds of diseases and problems. 
So a lot of times you'll go, oh, they no longer have this, but now they've got no hair on their feet because of an allergic reaction from the medication. Mm -hmm. So then another medication gets prescribed, which causes even more problems. And now this little dog is on five different medications, a yeah. uh, shampoo because the, the hair is falling out and it's all because we're over uh, prescribing them. We're over medicating them with these toxic chemicals when yep. medical cannabis can take care of it all. We're going to go, we're going to go to a commercial real quick. And when we come back, we're going to get dive deeper into this and, and really tell you what you need to know. So come back. And come on back. Minutes. <laughs> it's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. The 2020 Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference in Miami, February 24th and 25th is the premier gathering of cannabis entrepreneurs and investors in North America. No other conference offers the level of access and seamlessness of interaction between entrepreneurs building future billion-dollar cannabis enterprises and the investors whose capital will make that happen. CannabisRadio.com welcomes listeners to register for the event for 30% off using promo code CannabisRadio at BenzingaCannabisConference.com. The 2020 Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference in Miami, February 24th and 25th. Register now for 30% off using promo code CannabisRadio at BenzingaCannabisConference.com. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say Razzie Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. That's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Get paid for your opinions about cannabis. Cannabis Insight Collective pays you when you provide your opinions. It's as easy as one, two, three. One, sign up and answer a quick survey that tells us a little about you. Two, get connected and we'll reach out when there's a good match for you to participate in. Three, inspire and be rewarded. Your opinion matters, so share your opinion with us and receive a reward for your thoughts. Help elevate your favorite brands in the cannabis industry with your input by going to CannabisInsightCollective.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Okay, we're back, and hey. I, I'm here with Carter, and we are talking about the best way to get this medicine mm -hmm. in and on your pet. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk about kind of the different ways. A lot of times we hear people go, I've tried it. It didn't work. Right, um, right. And a lot of times it's they're putting it in their food. And what happens when it gets put on their food? Are okay, we? so this is super interesting because we have so many people, like Angie said, who get turned away because things don't work. And let's just break down some reasons why it might not work. People people want to just be able to drop this thing on their, their animal's food or give it to them in a treat. And part of the reason that that doesn't work for CBD specifically is because when it goes through the digestive tract, it has to be first um, digested, then processed by the liver before it gets into the bloodstream. It goes through what's, what's called the first pass effect, where it goes through the liver. CBD, the molecule specifically, 
is kind of like it, it, it can't kind of withstand the force of that. And it doesn't get well absorbed into the bloodstream. Research is still kind of limited on this, but it, we're showing that it like you only get about 20% of what you actually ingest that way. Now, this is different than than some other cannabinoids um, like THC, for instance, we know is well uh, absorbed through the stomach and through the liver. Um, and THC is really beneficial. There are there are 114 cannabinoids. But when we're focusing on CBD and we want to get these animal CBD for the different ailments that that is really great for specifically, ingestion through the digestive tract is not great. Yeah, I mean, it, you'll hear that people say, I'm getting an effect. I'm seeing a difference by feeding it them to them by a treat or putting it on their food. And most likely that's because when it goes into their mouth, it's being absorbed by mm -hmm. the gums and the mouth. Um, there before it gets swallowed. Now, right. not saying that there's no benefit. If I had a dog with stomach cancer, let's say, I'm yeah. going to want to get as much into the stomach as possible because as you said, THC still works. Um, so you want to keep that in mind. But what is the best way then they should be giving the medicine? Well, you know, the, the, the way that we are, are being led um, to understand is the best way. And this is being confirmed by studies that are literally happening right now. Like we got to remember this stuff has only been legal to study for just over a year. So these studies are coming in to give us more detail, but we can infer based on what we know that the best way is through the gums, through the mucosal membrane. So that it's like this layer in your mouth where the CBD and the other cannabinoids can easily pass through. It's like a thin layer of skin and it can go right into the bloodstream without having to be processed by the liver or the kidneys the way that it would. Gets it's right through digested. the blood brain barrier, gets mm -hmm. right into their brain, into their blood system, exactly. bloodstream, which is where we want the medicine. Right. And we don't have to worry about it being killed or ruined in the digestive yep. system. And that's when we talk about it being able to be a system regulator, It then it can go everywhere. Right. It goes all through the body, not just in one place or another. So, you know, when you're buying a $100 tincture, um, which if you're buying a thousand milligram on up and it's one ounce, it's going to be $99 or more um, because of how it's manufactured and that it does have those, uh, all those cannabinoids in it. So you want to uh, understand that. So when you're using a $100 bottle of something, do you want to get 80% and 90% of the medicine or do you want 30 of it, 30 to 20% right. to hopefully get right. absorbed and the rest just go out? And this isn't something new either. Like there are a lot of medicines that for humans as well as animals, we apply, I mean, in humans, we would call it sublingual, meaning under the tongue. You know, it's kind of hard when you have uh, Fido and you're trying to get his slobbery mouth and put it under his tongue. Really, you just want to kind of localize where you are applying it make sure that it does have a fighting chance to kind of absorb onto that gum line before it's getting swallowed. And inevitably, yes, Fido is going to swallow some of it and some of it's going to go through the digestive tract. That's fine. But that's fine. We just, we got to do it. And it is more effective. We are finding more effective um, results by doing it this way. Stop, uh, to stop a seizure <laughs> in its, in it right away. As this lady has done many times. To both humans. I've seen it done to children with, um, yep. Epilepsy, uh, Dravet syndrome, and the seizure. I've watched a child have them. I've watched the mother calmly open it, put the tincture on their lip, and watch in 20 seconds, I would time it, mm -hmm. them stop. 
I've done it over and over with dogs. I yeah. have a shop. I've had dogs come in and have a seizure right there, grab a bottle and I can stop it. And sometimes when a dog's having a seizure, especially a big one, they're biting and yeah. shaking. Yeah. But if you can get that on their gums, and then I often will rub it on their gums, it stops it immediately. Okay, okay, but Angie, I'm afraid of getting bit. What am I gonna do if I can't get into my dog's mouth, but I want it to not go through the digestive tract? Well, um, I have slipped it in their <laughs> mouths when they're asleep. Um, mm -hmm. You know, an old, really old dog, you know, I, a little, I had a little old chihuahua and trying to get it in her mouth. Uh, I had another little minpin, minpin who, uh, would bite at the dropper. I would have to, I would wait till they were asleep and slip it into their, under their lip right here and squeeze it in. And they would like wake up and yep. then go back to sleep. Um, we've also heard and seen products that can be uh, put inside the dog or inside your pet's ear. Yep. So we absolutely know that works. We know that works with mm. our product and other products that are nano emulsified. Because we just know like anatomically, you, like this is another one of those things like has Cornell done a study where they only administered full spectrum tinctures to the skin inside the ear? No, but we know anatomically that the skin within the inner ear canal is much thinner, similar to what it is in, uh, in the mouth. And it has a lot of blood supply that's right around the brain and through the central nervous system. So we can infer that by applying a tincture to that area, we're going to get just as good, if not the same result as putting it in the gums. So I haven't seen the same results. Mm -hmm. I always say go for the gum. Yeah. If it's a super sick dog, I would second choice go up the butt. Yeah, definitely. Um, because you're also going to surpass uh, the That the is system. a mucous membrane, same thing. So, yeah. um, but when I put it in their mouth and I get a little extra on my hand, I absolutely go and put it in their ear. If I have a cat that I cannot get it in its mouth, which is a lot more difficult, we absolutely put it inside their ear. Whether yeah. you put the dropper and drop it in their ear or put it on your hands and then rub it in their ear, they're going to absorb it. But again, the best way is sublingually on the gums, in the mouth, and is keep it in there as long as possible. Yeah. So we've got we've got a few more minutes. Do you want to talk about em emulsification? And well, we're, we'll talk about. Let's go to a break. Okay. And then we're going to talk about um, what do we mean by bioavailability yes. and nano emulsification? Mm -hmm. What does that all mean? Um, but these are some of the things that set different products apart and why some work better than others. Yeah. So we'll be right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Dazed and Infused. 
Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Okay, we're back. You've heard us mention a couple words like bioavailability and nanoemulsification and all these words that sound so technical. We're just going to tell you what they are so that you understand why it's important. Another term you might hear is whole flower, using the whole plant and those types of things. Um, we and our tinctures and a lot of really good uh, brands out there, especially in the human market, we extract from the flower only. And whole plant meaning we use the entire flower, all of it in the product, not meaning that they take the whole entire plant and squeeze it. So people get confused about that. Whole plant mm -hmm. means they're taking the part of the plant, which is the flower that has the most medicinal essential oil. in. so we extract only from that. Not only do we extract only from that, we do it like a human grape, right. which is a super critical CO2 extraction. Heat is applied because, as you know, heat changes the, the um, medicine completely, right. uh, kills off the, the compounds. Others get more active. Um, so it's really important how it's manufactured, how it's harvested, right. and what they do. But when you have all this good stuff. You want to make sure that it's getting actually into the system and not being wasted. You know, like we talked about earlier, the, the way that you can understand uh, bioavailability is like, before about the difference between putting it right onto the gums versus going through the digestive tract, getting 20% absorption through the digestive tract and 80% absorption through the gut distance, that, that means that it is less bioavailable through the gut than it is through this membrane in the mouth. So like if you're in the hospital and you're getting something intravenously, mm -hmm. you're getting 100% bioavailable because right. it's going right into your vein and into your bloodstream. Yep. When you're putting it on the gums, you're getting it about 80%, mm -hmm. 80, 90%, depending on the emulsification. Right. So emulsification, tell okay. us about that. Okay, so emulsification. <laughs> um, this, is, uh, this is a process, a, a, a process um, in manufacturing. Any, any tincture, any oil will go through um, especially one that is a fat soluble molecule like this. So you're basically, what you're basically doing is through a mechanical process, shooting up the contents of, of this product so that the particles are the smallest possible. So they can pass through that membrane with the most ease. And there are varying degrees 
speeds of emulsification so that the particles get smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, it goes uh, um, macro, micro, and then nano. nano. Nano being like so, so where you hear about nanotechnology and stuff. Um, so, you know, th this is something that a lot of companies aren't even talking about yet, um, but it is something that you as an educated consumer and pet parent really should think about and know and also hold people accountable to. I think it answers more than anything of why one CBD oil. If you got two CBD oils and they both say a thousand milligrams, why does this one work so, so mm -hmm. much better than this one? Well, of course, it's an unregulated market. So whatever is put on the label is no, it's, we have no idea if it's the truth or not. The only way to do it is, again, to check their certificate of analysis to see if what they say on the label is actually matches what a third party lab tested and says, yes, this yeah. is what's in it. So even if they are, even if they both have the same milligrams of a full spectrum um, cannabis tincture oil, it's still not equal. So a thousand milligram product that's not nano or micro is not going to work or be as bioavailable as one that is. So that's a lot of times why you see people, is this one didn't work for me? Why is your 550 milligram better than a 1500 milligram? Um, and there's other things. What else do they have in it? Does it right. have a good carrier oil in it? Have they put some could damage the medicine or make your dog sick. So all of that makes sense. So that's what bioavailable means. How, How much? much are you absorbing? <laughs> Very nice. <Hey. laughs> um, and that's important because do you want to buy a $100 uh, tincture that is just going right out when they pee and poop? Or do you want a $100 um, bottle of medicine that most of it's going to absorb and kill disease? Right. And, and that's why them. when people are like, oh, well, I got treats from from the store and they didn't work or or for themselves they're like they're like well i bought these gummies and they didn't work it's like well let's talk about bioavailability and um, a lot of those products either you know it's an isolate mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. or it's a broad spectrum product or it doesn't have any um cbd in it whatsoever right so we know it's confusing there's a lot to know um we're always here our website uh, is filled with research and information and we're always available if you have a product and you want to know whether it's a good product and you tell we can help you on a daily basis someone will go I'm using this and we go great yeah or they'll show us and we'll like read the label and realize it has no CBD in it at all mm -hmm. so if you have a product and you're not and you're concerned or you don't think it's working or you have questions let us know. We're here to help you. We believe in anybody who is doing it right and who's healing dogs naturally or healing our pets naturally. We want to support it. We can't cure all the dogs in the world. So yeah. we want we welcome others that are doing it right. And heck, if there's someone who's figured out something that's even better, which we are, we're working on a water-soluble full-spectrum product because we're made up of water. Yeah. So the best way to increase the bioavailability without having to squirt it right into the veins is that it absorbs in our body quicker. Mm -hmm. So those are types of things that we are working on so that um, the medicine can be absorbed even better. Right. And, you know, there are, there are different ways that, that this works, you know, like through, as I said, like through putting it on the gums, you get... You get certain like CBD, especially is really bioavailable through the gums. As I said before, THCA and THC um, is is bioavailable through the gut lining. Um, and then, you know, so 
there are certain ways that are better for different things. And another thing that that you can do, it is also bioavailable and and, and um, your body can take it through the skin. As through we the learn. skin. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So we have CB1 and CB2 receptors throughout our entire body. The great thing about dogs is that we they have either 10 times more double we don't know we just know they mm-hmm. have so many more receptors than we They're do way more sensitive to it than we are so the medicine works even better with a little amount of thc um and putting i've gotten rid of so many salves i, I originally started putting a salve um which is only 150 milligram right on a tumor yeah. and would watch it die slowly right. when i backed it up with a tincture also internally two weeks two months you know, golf ball size mast cell tumors dying in two months yeah. by doing that regimen. So I'm getting it from both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, dogs have at least, we, we're, we've confirmed three layers of skin. And what's wonderful is that each layer of skin has both CB1 and CB2 receptors in it. So mm-hmm. putting a salve or something right on it is amazing. Right. It works really well. Topical treatment is just like another step that you once it's already in the system, it's balancing all the different bodily systems. You can, it's kind of like, you know, you just put a microscope on that one spot that's really a problem and just concentrate more medicine on that, you know? It, uh, so if you've got a tumor and, and one spot that you see, you can literally put it right on there and, and affect not only the whole body, but that spot specifically. And what's even better is that if the pet licks it, mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt them because it's completely right. natural. So you don't have to worry about, like, I remember, I'm totally going off subject here, but I remember when I learned. <laughs> Go for it, Angie. Back Go off. in the day when they had those uh, flea sprays or the yep. ones that they broke and put on the back of your, on the back of the dog's neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kills dogs, so don't do it. Um, is I would read the directions and then they would tell me to immediately go wash my hands. Why do I have to go immediately right. wash my mm-hmm. hands of this stuff and, and I'm, I'm putting, putting it all over my dog? My dog. Yeah, so um, <laughs> again, that is gets absorbed right into their bloodstream. So keep this in mind that everything yeah. that we're putting on their dog oh. is and, it gets re- absorbed. And I, I also remember, learned that dogs' hair, I, I don't know if it's true of human hair because I don't really care about people. I like dogs. Me too. Um, <laughs> I learned that their hair has this like wicking. So that's like something that, attaches itself to a hair follicle like up higher to the surface well it will actually bring that chemical down to the surface of the skin so you like you may think like oh i'm gonna have to shave my dog every time i apply a salve to it no like you can try as best as you get it right down the skin but it will actually take all those things that you want and bring them from the hair down into skin and the same thing happens like for instance one of my favorite flea preventatives is garlic right and when a dog eats garlic it actually comes out and vampires comes out of their pore and goes up to the hair shaft so that mosquitoes and fleas and ticks are not attracted to it anymore. So I hope we taught you a little bit about bioavailability and nano and microemulsification and why that's important and why all tinctures aren't created equal. Um, Again, if you have questions you can find us at cbddoghealth.com angelardolino.com we have a chat feature we have research we have articles about this Um, but this is just to help you understand a little bit better that why there's a big difference between um, different brands and different medicine and that all are not created equal
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.